Hello, T Crew, and welcome to a brand new episode of Tea Talk with Shah. Today, we're going to be getting into all the trending topics all over social media and the internet. And we're also going to be doing a deep dive into the Balenciaga situation, what the campaign showed, and what celebrity reps are doing about it. So, stay tuned. You're not going to want to miss this episode. Alright tea crew, let's get straight into it because as per usual, the tea is boiling and we just got to talk about everything that's going on right now. So Portia and Simon have officially tied the knot. They had two ceremonies, a traditional Nigerian ceremony and then an American ceremony. It was star-studded. Nini and her man were there. Giselle, Monique, Candice, Toya, Cynthia Bailey. It was just a star-studded event with so many celebrities that came. Candy came, um, which I thought was nice. You know, people ask the question, where are Candy and Portia at right now in their friendship? Well, Candy and Todd were there for her American ceremony. I don't think that a lot of the um, housewives made it to the Nigerian ceremony only because I don't know where it was held and it possibly was held uh, very far for Simon's family. Um, So they all were able to come together in Atlanta for their American ceremony. Uh, Portia looked beautiful. As I said on the Instagram page, it was just that crown that kind of took me out. But she also had multiple outfits, including a glitter pantsuit that she wore for part of the reception I'm guessing Simon looks so out of it I was like oh lord she gonna kill this man trying to get married but it looks like everybody had a really good time you know it was funny because I wondered about one of her really close friends Shamia and whether or not she was going to be having any more children as as you know Shamia um, was also recently married and she has a little girl I just wondered if the couple was going to have any more kids. Well, the answer is yes. And Shamia is using the same surrogate as Candy did. Um, and this surrogate was on, I believe, I don't know if it was Candy and the Gang or Real Housewives of Atlanta, but she was definitely on the show. She came to the baby shower and now she is pregnant with Shamia and her husband's baby. So congratulations to them. But ultimately, it looked like a very nice, you know, well done, of course, over the top for Portia, but a well done wedding. Um, and like I said before, I really never thought that this was going to go anywhere. But they made it down the aisle. It looks like Simon lost a little weight. He's looking better. Um, Maybe it's just having a beautiful woman on his arm and not being stressed about the situation. And, you know, Jalen and Fallon are expecting their second child. So it seems like it worked out for everybody. Congratulations to the happy couple and everybody that pushed through um, to their Nigerian and American ceremonies. It looks like there was a good time had by all. So congratulations to the couple. Hopefully some of this will play out on Ultimate Girls Trip 3. As we all know, Portia is going on Ultimate Girls Trip 3. I think it was already filmed in Thailand. And I think it's just a good chance that overall she might come back to the show as a friend of or something like that. I don't know if she'll get the huge payday that she was supposed to get, but we'll see. 
All right, let's get into the next topic here. Wendy Williams is back on the mend. Um, she spoke at the Sister Circles Conference in New York, and she seemed to really be more like herself. You know, she was interacting with the fans. She was talking about, you know, her lymphedema and what it means uh, for her legs and why it's hard for her to walk, but she refuses to use a wheelchair, you know, that she's going to stay strong and she's not going to let anything stop her um, from getting back to you know the entertainment space and from getting back to uh her podcast that she's working on with her manager will um you know people were just able to kind of get up and give her her flowers and i i was really appreciative of that things happened in a really crazy way for wendy she wasn't even able to say goodbye on her own show that she held for over 10 years so to be able to get those flowers from her fans and just know that you know there's no replacement for her people can fill a time slot but there's only one wendy williams you know so it's good to see her come back i hope she can do her podcast soon so much has happened where everybody says oh i wish wendy was still on or i wish you know wendy could weigh on this topic because nobody breaks down a topic Topic like Wendy, whether I agree or I disagree, just nobody can break it down the way she does. So I'm happy to see her recovering and I hope to see the podcast either in um, December or January. I hope it comes out really soon. All right, let's get into this next topic here. Adele is watching y'all and she sees the memes. So Adele uh, basically started doing the viral TikTok dance to Megan Thee Stallion's body during a show of her Vegas residency. Now, a while back, people were alarmed to find out or realize that Adele does not have backup dancers. So the conversation basically was, can you imagine some of these superstars Stars that perform on stage just themselves and their backup singers or a band or something like that but there is actually no backup dancers well this did not sit well with a lot of Adele fans and here come the mashups so mashups were made of Adele with Megan Thee Stallion dancing in the background to her viral hit body um to one of Adele's new songs um I think Water Under the Bridge. I don't know if that's a new song or from the previous album, but it was to the song Water Under the Bridge. And Adele <laughs> performed this song and also tried to do the body dance that went along with it. It was really funny. Um, and it just goes to show how relatable Adele is. Like she watches the stuff that people say about her and she thinks it's funny and she, you know, kikis with the, with the best of us. And that these super huge celebrities are just talented people that obviously watch the memes. They think it's fun. They can poke fun at themselves, um, you know, and just just be interact with the fans. And um, the Vegas residency overall seems to really be wowing people. People have nothing but good things to say about the residency and how much they're really appreciating Adele. It was canceled earlier this year because of some COVID things and not being able to pull it together. But now it seems like it's back on track. And um, people that have gotten a chance to go see her say that the show is amazing. Um, I wish I was one of them. <laughs> 
but not this time. But hopefully if it goes well, you know, she'll do other residencies and we'll have other opportunities to see her perform. So that's my hope. But I thought that was really funny that she had seen the memes and she was trying to do the body yaddy 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 dance um, while she was performing that song. I can't. It was just too much. I was like, girl, you better get it. <laughs> All right. So the next topic here, Cowboys owner Jerry Jones was spotted in a photo um, with white teen uh, segregationalists. So as we all know, before everyone went to school together, um, black and white kids or kids of any other descent and white kids, um, they were segregated. So you would have a black school, you would have a white school in every district, um, and it was called separate but equal. Now, this was overruled by the Board of Education, and they decided that things cannot be separate but equal. In order for them to be equal, everyone has to go to school together. So desegregation started to take place. Now, this, of course, really angered the whites. The whites were not happy about this. Um, and a lot of people were, you know, just wanted their schools to be better. They wanted their schools to remain the way that they were. Um, and it really kind of just shows the amount of racism and separatism at the time that people really did not want to allow for this to happen. Now, this ties into Cowboys owner Jerry Jones was spotted in this video in this photo when he was 14 years old. Now, he owns the Cowboys, but he's also been an owner in the NFL for a long time and he does kind of hold a lot of cards as it pertains to the National Football Football League and how things are done. Now, this does kind of point to what many people have been saying over the years about the Cowboys organization and how it's been accused of slash proven um, to be racist, allegedly, I have to say. Um, and so this does not look well for him. Now, he did address the picture. He said he was 14 and he was curious about the movement. But, you know, of course, that he doesn't have hate in his heart for anyone. I, I don't know what to make of this. Obviously, as an Eagles fan, it tracks for me um, that the Cowboys are just the worst in every way. But seriously, um, I think it just goes to what we already know and that a lot of these owners, they can put end racism and you know, love wins and all this stuff on the back of the helmets every year and, and really try to push for equality. But it's coming from the top, right? It's coming from management. It's coming from ownership. And if these people have these ideals, we really can't move forward until they're removed from the situation. And I just don't think the NFL is ready to do something like that, especially when it comes to their huge owners like Jerry Jones, people that have been owning teams for a long time and been putting their money in to teams for a long time, I don't think that they would be willing um, to really do what it takes to end racism in the league um, and end prejudice in the league. So it's almost just like everything else is so performative and superficial that I almost don't even want it to be there. Like it's nice to see, but at the end of the day, it just doesn't matter as much as removing racist owners, right? Removing people that have these ideas, that have had these ideas since they were 14, since they were pictured. I mean, nothing, he was curious, quote unquote, nothing provoked you from leaving your home and 
standing on a curb and screaming at black children as they tried to enter a school and desegregate it. It was nothing but your hatred. Um, and I really don't think that without help, that kind of hatred goes away. So just is what it is. You know, you can make money off people and be happy to have people around you that help you win. Doesn't mean that you're not racist. It doesn't mean that you don't see them in a different way and you don't see them as less than to you. So I guess that's that on that. Um, Jerry did not make any further comment and neither did the Cowboys organization. So it looks like they're just going to try to sweep that under the rug. Also, no surprise there. All right, let's get into the next topic here. Will Smith understands if moviegoers are not ready to watch his new movie, Emancipation, because of the Oscar slap. Now, this to me was just too much. I was just like, okay, so Will Smith has came out and uh, debuted his new movie to close friends and celebrities. And at the screening of his film, he did talk about how Floyd Mayweather um, called him and encouraged him every day after the slap. And he was really there for him as a friend to not let him try to get into those dark places that you can get into when everybody has basically turned their back on you. And I think that's what Will Smith was experiencing after the Oscar slap between, of course, him and Chris Rock. Now, for him to bring this up again as he promotes the new movie, to me, is two-sided, right? So initially, the movie has a great message. The movie is, of course, about emancipation and freedom, and it's something that I think should be put out. Now, to refer to the slap again, in my opinion, does kind of get it out of the way because he's doing press for this movie. This is his first movie back since the slap. And he assumes that a lot of people that are going to be in the press junkets are going to be asking about this. So he's trying to get ahead of it by making that statement. Fine. But I don't think it needs to be brought up again. I think it was talked about, talked about, talked about over and over after it happened. The causes... Jada addressed it on Red Table Talk, kind of, you know, Chris addressed it, Chris's brother addressed it, Chris's mom addressed it. I think it's been addressed enough. And at the end of the day, I think what needs to happen now is we all move on from the situation. I do think that Will Smith has lost fans because of the situation. Um, but I don't think he needs to address those people. I think those people have stopped checking for him a long time ago. And whoever else is still checking for him and looking forward to the movie doesn't need to be reminded of the slap. I think we all remember it. I think it's pretty clear, um, you know, what happened. I think it was rehashed enough for all of us to be able to move forward at this point. And I just don't think that it needs to be spoken about any longer. Um, and I don't think it's because he's hiding from the situation or whatever the case. I think he's addressed it in that video that he made. And like I said, Jade has addressed it and uh, Chris has addressed it and his family's addressed it. So I, I don't think it needs to be addressed any longer. We just need to move on from the incident. People that can rock with it and that want to see the movie will see it. People that are simply over the situation are over the situation and they, they won't see it. And I think that that's fine. 
Um, you know, as far as the movie, I think it'll be good. I don't know if I'm going to theaters to see it, but I think it'll def. And that's not because of Will Smith. That's because of my own situation that I really don't enjoy watching those kind of movies in public. Um, I think it's very, you know, uh, close to us as black people and the black experience to witness something like that that really happened to our ancestors so it's not something i usually watch in the theater nothing against him um or what he's trying to do with this film so i think people will see it i i don't think that he's canceled i don't think that his career is on the decline i think that if anything his career you know his star is rising after everything that people have said and done for the rest of the year since the slap it just drops in comparison to me um and, I, and I'm cool with that. And especially after, you know, things that have transpired, August Alsina, a semi coming out, allegedly, we don't know because it kind of was just dropped on the end of a surreal life episode. We don't know if that's his boyfriend, his brother, or if we were all just clickbaited. We don't know the situation, but there's enough going on in the will. Um, the Smith household to just move on from that. So I hope that they can. All right, everyone, this has been this week's trending topics a little short because, you know, it was Thanksgiving and everybody was just eating and enjoying family. I hope you guys had a great holiday as well. But stay tuned for the sports report and then the deep dive. Hello, hello, hello out there and welcome to the Sports Update with J-Rob. Today I'll be covering week 12 of the NFL regular season. So, let's get started. The Philadelphia Eagles beat the Green Bay Packers. The Eagles improved to a record of 10-1, the best record in the NFL. The Minnesota Vikings defeated the New England Patriots. The Vikings wide receiver J Justin Jefferson caught 9 passes for 139 yards and 1 touchdown. The Dallas Cowboys beat the New York Giants. The Cowboys trailed at the half but outscored the Giants 21-7 in the second half to win the game. The Buffalo Bills defeated the Detroit Lions. Buffalo Bills running back Devin Singletary had 14 carries for 72 yards. The, the Jacksonville Jaguars beat the Baltimore Ravens. Jaguars quarterback Trevor Lawrence completed 29 passes for 321 yards and 3 touchdowns. The Cleveland Browns defeated the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Browns running back Nick Chubb had 26 carries for 116 yards and 1 touchdown. The New York Jets beat the Chicago Bears. The Jets held the Bears scoreless in the second half. The Cincinnati Bengals defeated the Tennessee Titans. Bengals wide receiver T. Higgins caught seven passes for 114 yards and one touchdown. The Miami Dolphins beat the Houston Texans. The Dolphins led 30-0 at the half and cruised to victory. The Washington Commanders defeated the Atlanta Falcons. The Commanders have now won three games in a row. The Carolina Panthers beat the Denver Broncos. Panthers running back Deonta Foreman had 24 carries for 113 yards. The Kansas City Chiefs defeated the Los Angeles Rams. The Chiefs improved to a record of 9-2 and 
the best record in the AFC. Uh, the San Francisco 49ers beat the New Orleans Saints. The 49ers shut the Saints out in this contest. The Las Vegas Raiders defeated the Seattle Seahawks. Las Vegas Raiders running back Josh Jacobs had 33 carries for 229 yards and two touchdowns. And finally, the LA Chargers beat the Arizona Cardinals. Chargers quarterback Justin Herbert completed 35 passes for 274 yards and three touchdowns. And this has been the Sports Update with J-Rob. Have an amazing week. Okay, T-Crew, let's get into my favorite part of the podcast, the deep dive. And today we got to talk about Balenciaga. Now, Balenciaga has been making headlines for something different than being a hot fashion house. They have put out a ad with children holding stuffed animals that are covered in BDSM wear, um, harnesses, bondage, things like that. Um, And they also had some type of bags with print behind it. And the print that was behind it had something to do with children and inappropriate things that deal with children. People clocked this and they really were disgusted by Balenciaga's actions. Now, this ad campaign came after several other campaigns down the line that have featured children. Balenciaga really hasn't made any um, comment on this or anything that has enabled a lot of people to have any faith that they are not going to partake in this kind of shock ad campaign again. And this has caused several people to step away from the line and speak out against the line. Now, Lala Kent of Vanderpump Rules talked about you know, how she's glad she doesn't own anything from Balenciaga as a mother. She found it to be disgusting. And she also found their lack of response, not um, something that she aligns with and something that she's definitely going to be thinking about in the future, of course, as she lends herself to working with any brands. Now, one of their biggest uh, contributors and some of their biggest faces really haven't said much about the topic. Kim Kardashian put a statement out where she basically said that, you know, she's disgusted by the campaign. She's reached out to Balenciaga sales and management and just let them know how she feels. But she ultimately did not say she was leaving the brand. She said she was reevaluating her partnership with the brand. Now, as a mother of four, this really gave some people pause. I mean, to to basically not unequivocally say I'm walking away from this situation. And this is what always perplexes me about Kim. You know, you pass the baby bar, you know, you know, you know, many things about the law how things work, just public outrage as a whole and public relations and how to kind of get in front of something yet and still you stick by Balenciaga. Why? You know, as a mother and as a decent human being, you can see that they're using these um, campaigns as shock. 
uh, to get people talking about their brand, that no publicity is bad publicity and the whole thing. But this is something that, you know, we think should affect you as a mother. And she just does not seem to care. Now, her ex-husband, Kanye, spoke out against the brand and he said that, you know, celebrity is not talking about Balenciaga and how disgusting this ad campaign was is basically them sticking to the program that they've been told to, you know, not interact, to go with the status quo, that everything will be fine. And at the end of the day, the only thing you should be focusing on is selling the clothing. Um... I don't know. I I really think that he has a point there. It's the right message, wrong, wrong messenger, in my opinion, because Balenciaga was working with Kanye West for quite some time. And after, you know, the anti-Semitic comments and the things that he was saying and the rhetoric, they did pull away from him. So, of course, now people are just going to think, oh, he's speaking out against them because of the situation where he was dropped. But I think he does have a good point here. I mean, they've done this before. I think that other companies will continue to do it for shock, awe and attention to their latest campaigns, which to me doesn't make any sense because so many people um, shop with Balenciaga and it just doesn't make sense to me that they would allow um, for this kind of thing to happen. But at the same time, you know, this kind of thing is happening. And and that is the that is the bigger issue, right? That so often um, people don't understand what's going on and why they're unable uh, to get out of situations that they're in. But it really only takes a couple minutes to speak out. And then I'm sure just to call your rep and say, hey, I don't want to be um, styled in Balenciaga. I don't want to shoot with them. And I don't want to represent their brand because they've continued to use this tactic for shock and awe and be done with it. I'm sure some people will still wear Balenciaga. I'm sure the house will still get as much attention as it's ever gotten. But I think that, you know, you stand for something or fall for anything. And at this point, so many people are more concerned with their brand deals than how this looks um, to the public. And, and really, how many people had to see this campaign and approve it and think that it was appropriate? That's what just disturbs me, that so many people saw this and were like, yes, it's edgy. It's it's on trend. It's what people want for the holidays. I just don't. That to me is concerning that so many people would think that that is trendy and on brand for the holidays and not one person was like, hey, I think this is a step too far and maybe we should remove this. Um, That gives me pause. Uh, And if I was in their shoes, I would definitely break ties. I mean, you can't cancel Tiffany Haddish and Aerie Spears and everybody else that's been canceled, rightly so, um, because of their ties to P. I can't really say the full word um, because of monetation purposes, but because of their ties to that, of course, um, they should be canceled and they should have to take accountability for their actions. And so should Balenciaga. I think we should get behind that and really protect our children with all the trafficking that happens, all the sexualization that happens um, among them, among, among minors. This is really not the time, you know 
to take a stance where it's just so wishy-washy back and forth evaluating not saying anything at all waiting for it to kind of blow over um you know i think no response is a response and a lot of people have taken that response and i think that's why we're kind of at the place that we are as a society because it's always never enough right everybody's always pushing the envelope um and it becomes to be really too much all right everyone this has been the deep dive let me know in the comments what you think will you continue to wear balenciaga the pieces that you have the bags that you have or are you done with the brand um all let me know what you think in the comments i'm dying to know stay tuned for our outro comments All right, T crew, this is my least favorite part of the podcast where I have to say goodbye to you. Thank you all for sharing the podcast, listening to our mini sips, uh, reposting the reels, going on Facebook and um, playing those reels and sharing those reels to your Facebook page. They are monetized. So when you do that, it really, really helps the podcast out a lot. So I appreciate you. Um, as always, convict the cops that killed Breonna Taylor. We won't stop until she suggests us that she rightly deserves. Have a beautiful day or night wherever you are. And I love you for listening. Bye.